0: Welcome back to the Project 24 YouTube podcast. Well, hey, we're back. Uh, Y'all ready for this? So I'm back. I say we are back because Ricky is back and um, we're still literally in the same dark room uh, because the light was still flickering. (laughs) So we turned off the light and we are batch recording this. Uh, But we had another really cool topic uh, really interesting topic to, to discuss here. And it's based off of, it was sparked by the thread by a Project 24 member, The Leatherverse. And the thread is called, How Do You Handle This? And I'm just going to read a little bit here and then it's going to s- spread into a, a bigger conversation about this. They said, One of the biggest challenges I run into is simply getting started. I truly love teaching leathercraft, and YouTube is a, bigger, is a big part of that. But sitting down and hitting record is definitely my biggest challenge. A few of the things that are contributing to this. One, life. Like the rest of you have taken more, taken on more than I probably should because I've got goals I'm trying to hit, right? Two, fatigue. Uh, and then three, my projects tend to take a long time to record, two to 20 hours uh, and just as long to edit. And the discussion, so, you know, love to hear what your handle, how you handle your own version of this, right? The discussion, some really, really good points. Um, really good uh, suggestions by other Project 24 members here. Um, but I wanted to, to talk on this on the broader level of if you are experiencing this for your own channel, what to look at that. Um what how to approach that. What to look at that. that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. How to approach how to look at it. That's where we go. I, I put two sentences together there. And I think we'll answer a bit of it in the context of this, the Leather Versus questions, you know, directly at him. But I'm hoping to speak in principles that can be applicable to, yeah. to anybody here. Yeah. You wanna you wanna take it away here?
1: Yeah, sure. Um I see a couple things here that stand out to me, you know, first of all, I like, I get it. I'm, I make a lot of video content. One of the things I struggle with the most is I put so much into every video that it takes a lot of time. It makes it hard to come up with enough ideas because I put so much into each one that, um, it feels like I'm like, I run out of ideas. Mm -hmm. And by the time I'm done making a video, I'm like, burned out. It's hard to make it's hard to make very many of them um one after another. And again, the reason for this is I put so much in each one. The first thing that that stood out that stands out to me in this situation is like if it's taking this much time, two to twenty hours to do a leather project for a video. Just
0: the recording part just the recording. Just the recording. And then yeah. that much to edit or
1: then more. maybe you're putting too much into a video. Maybe, maybe a video doesn't need to be a whole project. So um and I know we've got a lot of different thoughts around this, but um, I was just reminded of (laughs) on Facebook, I see videos from this guy, um, the dusty lumber company. Um, You can see these on Facebook. These videos are like one to two minutes long. Um, He's not even talking and he's just got this playlist of joinery, Uh like ways to connect boards together without needing like screws and stuff. Uh He's not building a table. He's showing a cool way that you could potentially attach two support pieces to a table leg, or you could use it any other way you want to, where you need to attach three boards together at, at, you know, right angles. Like, use it however you want. But he's showing it, and it's super cool. Like, I just watch it, and it's a little bit mesmerizing, but also I'm just like, what's this joint going to look like? And I Mm -hmm. swear there's a new one, like, every few days. Mm -hmm. And, And, I mean, it probably takes him a bit to record each one, but... But really, you don't have to do the whole project in one video. So think about ways you could take a project and break it down into pieces. It's one of the things I've had to do is like, can I take a concept I wanna teach um, about blogging? And like, if it's complex enough that it's gonna be really hard for me to explain it very well in 10 minutes, I probably need to not just try to simplify it and be fast. I probably need to break it into smaller pieces and teach an aspect of that principle in a video mm-hmm. and show more examples, not just like go nuts teaching it like it's a college lecture. That, so that's the first thing that stands out to me. And I just say that because I struggle with the same thing. Mm-hmm. I just want to, like, I love what I teach. I love teaching. And so I get into teacher mode. And next thing I know, I'm like, I've recorded for 30 minutes and I'm like, all right, Cody, uh, I need this to be a 12 minute video. So <laughs> cut out anything that's boring. Um, that's not the best way to approach it. So, so yeah, think maybe think about how you could take a
0: project and make a video out of a portion of it. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I think we're challenging here the the assumption here that it has to be a whole project. One video equals one project. Right. Uh, and I know this is a struggle that a lot of our, our members that are in the handiwork and crafting and that kind of space have because It's like, it takes time to make something out of leather in in this case or or out of wood. Like it takes time. You have to work it. You have to record everything. You have to trial and error, a lot of those things. And then you have to somehow splice that together into a video that's cohesive and is interesting to watch. And I I hope, you know, we're not, we're not downplaying that it does take time and effort to produce that type of video. Very much so. The, the challenge here, the, the new way we're looking at this, so we're challenging you to Look at this, is maybe break it down into smaller chunks. Yeah. It's a possibility, just like with Ricky, that's a perfect example. It's a possibility that just a segment of the project is sufficient for a video. Yeah. Or maybe if we want to do the whole project. We segment it into multiple videos. It's the same project. Maybe there's four different videos, but each video focuses on a certain aspect of it. Right. One of them is picking the perfect leather for this project. The other one is, I don't know anything about leather work, so I'm going to sound like uh, like really dumb right here, but the, the other one is um, perfectly seasoning the leather for it. The other one's picking the tools. Like, Or maybe we do work on a proje- different parts of the project, but we just focus on different aspects of it. Um, and that allows us to create more pieces of content with the same amount of effort versus another angle that could be taken here is doing YouTube shorts yeah. or different types of content. Um, so if there are again like this, the joint joinery, yeah, that would actually do really well on YouTube shorts. It's very visual. Like, Hey, how are we going to make this work? And we just clip it down to the very smallest portions. And then we're able to take the same piece of work, the project and take moments out of it and create more pieces of content out of it yep that's one angle another thing i wanted to just talk on based on the responses in this thread here was getting started i I love but sitting down and hitting record is definitely the biggest challenge this is what the leatherverse was saying sitting down and hitting record and there's a few things that i found and i'll speak from personal experience here a few reasons why that aspect of it can be difficult that we can have anxiety or stress of the recording part itself. There's a variety of reasons why I see that happening. Um, and I'll speak from personal experience here. There's just the anxiety of how much energy it will take. I expend a lot of energy when I record a video. <laughs> I, I'm burning a lot of energy. Anybody else around here knows that Cody will be hearing me yelling over there. Howdy, howdy. You know, I put a lot of energy into it just because that's just how I've decided to do it and Um, I'm still working on, you know, being conservative with that energy. That's one aspect. Another is, you know, fear of how people will think of you, fear of it not being perfect. Yeah. But as far as the recording dynamic itself, I would be looking at ways to take it outside of the normal recording box. So if your topic starts to feel too heavy, uh, if it's, I'll use this leather working, if it just feels like, man, just recording all this footage for this project just feels too heavy try doing recording on something entirely different. Totally different topic, different recording style. Even if it's just you, you take a camera, you point it at a table and you just use your hands and you tell a story with your hands. Or you're just talking, you're not showing your face. I would just be looking at different ways to break out of that box. And I've suggested this elsewhere, like strategies for getting better in recording. Uh, standing up, doing se- walking around while you do it, walking outside, recording your your dog while you talk, like taking different angles. What, because what it does is it takes you out of your current state of being into new possibilities. I had a mentor a, a while back that said his definition of feeling stuck, if you're feeling stuck on something, it's because you don't like the options that you perceive are available to you. Right. So or the, the options or the choices you have to make. If you feel like I can't do this or you're feeling stuck, it's because of that it's because you don't you don't like any of the options that are available to you. Yeah. And so this this exercise would all be about presenting new options, which is actually partially what the purpose of this episode yeah, is presenting new options, fresh thinking here. So that's another angle I'd be looking at there.
1: I think that's key too though like we usually go into like I'm gonna start making videos cool. we go into that with a mindset of like well here's here's the kind of video. As if that's the only kind of video. Mm -hmm. Even when, um, back when Jim and I started the Backfire YouTube channel, and back then we didn't really think about archetypes and stuff at all, right? We just took the approach of, like, we're going to make the same kind of channel we do with Income School, but about firearms and shooting and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Very informational. We'll teach you what we know about this, and cool. And then, like, uh, we can have a little more fun with it because we're going outside more and that kind of stuff. But really like we're presenting information using some B-roll and that's it. We could have gone way more down the route of entertainment and probably grown the channel substantially faster. And the channel did really well anyway. But like we didn't even see a different way to do it. Even though we watch lots of YouTube, we all know about entertainment channels. Like, no, we, we do informational videos because it's easy to make money with information channels and we can sell affiliate products and stuff. Uh Like we didn't even, there wasn't another option. It didn't even like occur to us because that's the mindset we had.
0: Yeah. And I think it's easier than we think to fall into that totally space of if you've been publishing on your channel for a while to just say, all right, I'm making another video and here we go And this. I'm making a video and then I make the video and then I publish it and then I move on to the next one. Uh, and, I think it is it's about challenging those assumptions that we're talking about here. Another angle that I saw that I that was brought up that I wanted to talk about on this, if you're feeling stuck, you're feeling like dang, this is ugh, I can't stand recording. I can't stand whatever it is, you're feeling whatever dynamic of your of your publishing process is sometimes we look at the the checklist, <laughs> the big list of everything it takes to complete this process of producing and publishing a video when sometimes I've been doing this recently. I've been listening to the book, uh, I think it's called Effortless. I can't remember the author. Okay. Uh, and in it, he challenges some assumptions and he starts asking like, well, why do we think that th- this, the amount of effort put into something equals the value of the results? We, we have this a lot of times, in a lot of cultures, we have this beat into us that you got to put in hard work to get valuable results. Right. And in a lot of cases, that is the case, right? But he's challenging this assumption of hard work equals valuable results when what if the easiest effort could produce basically the same result or at at least close enough to be indistinguishable in the result. And so... He challenges it with asking questions like, and I'm paraphrasing here, asking questions like, what would be the simplest way to approach this? Yeah. What's the least effort way that I could do this? I am guilty of this. Ricky knows this about me very much. I am guilty of saying, ooh, I want to do this new thing and thinking of like 10,000 ways to make it better and improve it and stuff. And then when it comes down to it, like, I can't do all of this. And then saying, oh, wow, okay. What's actually the most valuable, least effort um, actions I could be taking? And so... In the case of producing content, are there simpler ways that you could be going about doing it? Are there simpler ways you could do the edits? Right. Uh, are there ways that, I mean, we could delve into the realms of delegating. Could you hire someone to do the edits, which I think was brought up in this thread also. Uh-huh. Uh, could you hire someone to do the parts that cause you the most stress? Like there's a lot of ways we could be looking at this. Can we simplify the recording?
1: Can we, um, you know, if you're doing other working, maybe you want a tabletop setup. So that there's a camera looking right at what you're doing with your hands. You want one looking at your face and like, or like, you know, looking at you from the front. Mm-hmm. So like, why don't we sort of like create that setup? Just have it there ready. Like a permanent so like, setup. Yeah, you just go in and just like, boom, boom, hit record. Hit record on your microphone. And so we don't have to think very hard. Like the lighting, we know how the lighting goes. It's really easy to be a perfectionist here. And feel like, well, I have to have it all perfect before the first time. You will never feel like it's perfect before the first time. Yeah. Even if it's like way beyond good enough, it won't feel perfect. After you've made some videos, you're going to be like, oh, you know what? Maybe if I had another light or what if I move the light right over here a little bit or I need a little bit brighter. Um, Or just like the room lighting, it feels a little bit too dark for the style I'm going for. Like that's something you're going to kind of figure out with time. That's okay. Like, we don't have to have perfect production quality for the first videos or ever. This is YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's not network television. Yeah. Um, so let's just simplify a little bit um, and make it easy to hit record. I think that's pretty key. It's gotten to where for me, like, if I needed to, I could just, if as long as I have a concept, I could really just sit down in my office and in like 15 seconds have everything where I need it And hit record Mm -hmm. and i can just sit down and record a video yeah i don't have to do a lot of work and think about that sometimes i do because i want to do something different but and i think we have that for probably several setups um places where it's like okay if i want to sit here i'll put a camera here a light here and go like we already know what it's going to look like Mm -hmm. so i don't have to think very hard
0: about it yeah so so for your own setups you listening to this what are the ways that you can make it simplified like with the recording area um like what Ricky was saying if you if you're doing leather working for example is there a single space where you can just say this is where I do all my recording and though it may not be quite as good as the other person that's got a million subscribers also the person who has a million subscribers probably has team members yeah nine times out of ten and maybe it' reach that space point outside of his home yeah in a Paid office or studio something. or whatever. Yeah. Like it's that, that's, that's the danger of comparing ourselves with the other ones and with the other channels, because in most cases they have a team. Yeah. If they're they have additional if people, they're big and them,
1: successful. They're the one you're trying to emulate. They're further along and like, it's okay. Yeah. If you want
0: to, you'll get there. Absolutely. Uh, another angle I'd be looking at here is if there's another stress point for you of, of let's say thumbnails, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I know this can be challenging both for the planning side, but also the composition of the thumbnail itself. Yeah. I would be looking at, let's say I'll, I'll take it to leather working. If you don't want to spend a lot of time in Photoshop, creating the perfect thumbnail, et cetera. What if instead we could again, create a good space for photographs, right? right? And we just make the entire focus on I'm just going to take a single photograph that I have to tweak as little as possible maybe I add a couple words and an arrow (laughs) to the thumbnail that's simple you can do that canva or whatever Um, I'd be looking at that versus um, if, if the stressor is photoshop for example how can I simplify this and compose the image before I ever put it into an editing program yeah that'd be an angle I'd be looking at another with um, titles if titles are an issue if you just feel like i don't know what to say in this title it's rarely a bad case to use real world language how would i describe right. this in as few words as possible yeah i made a i made a fox out of leather <laughs> there's your title uh, yeah. especially that works actually especially good if you have a connection style channel i made a fox out of leather and it didn't suck like <laughs> yeah like, that's a great title and it's real world language Yep. Um, so if that's a stressor, I'd be looking at it. Well, how would I describe it in as few words as possible? Um, yeah, and absolutely. then, yeah, I, were you going to? No, I was just, I'm just thinking through that. Like, yeah,
1: totally. Don't, yeah. don't overthink it that hard, especially if it's stressing you out. I mean, if it's not stressing you out and you really like coming up with really awesome titles, then cool. Put a little more thought into it. But like, yeah, don't let that be the thing that's preventing you from publishing.
0: Yeah. I wanted to speak a bit here on the one that I think is probably addressed the least, and that's the perfectionism and the the fatigue, uh, the Leatherverse brought up here. Fatigue, um, the last year has been one of the roughest of their life. They've been struggling with anxiety and exhaustion. First of all, when you produce a YouTube channel, it needs to fit you. Yeah. It we can make lifestyle changes. There will be lifestyle changes because we're learning a new language. We're learning how to share something with the world. And that will happen. However, it needs to not be, I need to frame my life around this channel. Right. It That is perhaps, I'm including myself in here, one of the most commonly forgotten mistakes uh, that I see people making is, I need to change myself to fit this channel versus... Yeah. I need to change the content to fit me. Uh, and so what this ties into what we've been talking about thus far and I hope you listening to this are okay with me going down this route here because it's just it needs to be talked about more here. One of the biggest questions we should be asking ourselves is with this how do I make this simpler and easier is how do I make this fit me with minimal amount of of effort, et cetera, because that, what that will do is one, it'll make it easier to make content in general, but it will cause less mental anxiety, stressors and exhaustion. If the simpler you make it to produce the content that you enjoy, that's fun, that the audience enjoys, like the, the better it will be. And I think one of the biggest fears, one of the biggest reasons this people are kept from doing this is they're afraid the audience won't like it. The reality is if you get to the point where you can't make content, the audience won't like that either. Right. And so why not do it now before you burn out? Yeah. And the audience, and you can be very transparent and explain, okay, so I know I've been making videos like this, it's led to these results and I really care about you guys. I wanna keep making content, but I'm not gonna be able to right now. Hopefully in the future I can get back to doing more high production or whatever that you were doing before. But now this is how things are gonna change and here's why yeah nine times nine out of ten, your audience will be like, "Well, yeah, heck, yeah, like yeah. do it. You yeah. can still make valuable, interesting videos for people, but they'll they'll say, yeah, please do it that way. Take yep. care of yourself. Um, I love that more and more people are becoming aware of of that. and so, yeah, yeah, no, I think
1: that's extremely important. I mean, something that you said there, Nate was, I mean, it's really key. like we have to shift our content to fit us. If you are trying to come off authentic, but also trying to be something that's different than you are, it won't actually ever quite feel totally authentic. If you're you, and even if you choose to accentuate things like, okay, yes, I'm going to level up the energy because we kind of need to do that, right? But, But not to a point where you're no longer you. What are the things you actually get excited about? If I'm creating something out of leather and like, I get to a certain point and I start getting this giant grin on my face because I'm like, yes, 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 it's coming together. (laughs) Like that's cool. That's fine. Like, if there are certain things like we should create traditions. There should be things that people like who watch your channel regularly know to expect because they're just like, Oh, I know when we get to this point, he's gonna give out this big old whoop just because he's super excited (laughs) because yes, it happened, it came together. Or he's just gonna pick it up. He's going to slam it on the table and smash it with a hammer because it (laughs) looks like crap. Um, (laughs) You know, like, have fun with it. And the people that don't like it, that's fine. They're not going to watch it. Mm -hmm. But there are more people out there that are going to like you than you think. And if you're having fun, your videos are going to be
0: better. And I think it's easy to forget that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Really well said, Ricky. Thanks. That was awesome. That's kind of what we wanted to bring up here. Yeah, Challenge your assumptions. If there are ways you feel like things have to be done, just say, is that really how it needs to be done? And is there a simpler way to do this or a more fun way to do yeah. this? And if you're feeling the burnout, if you're feeling the fatigue, take a step back and say, uh, what can I change in order to reduce this? And just it, it'll be hard. I know from personal experience here, but it, it'll it be hard to, but you'll also need to say, and it's okay because even if it's not as perfect as before, I'm still doing it. Right. And, and I'll explain it to my audience and it's okay. If the views go down, it's okay. like that is okay because there are things that are more important than that. Right. And if you make a shift and views
1: go down, there's a good chance they'll go up again later. Once YouTube figures out, your new audience profile. Yep. And it it would be better to continue to grow your channel in a direction that fits you rather than continuing to grow your channel in a direction that
0: doesn't and that causes your burnout. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening. Go ahead and uh, do some of this stuff on your own channel and we'll see you next time.